Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I've seen the team, the team take shape. You know, I mean, it is very early, obviously, but, um, you know, we look dramatically different than, than what we've looked like in the last, last couple of years. You know, and uh, speed is what's exciting me. Speed at all positions. You know, it's just uh, something that... Uh, it's going to help us accomplish what we're trying to get done this year. Hello again, everybody. This is Scott Agnes, and it's time for our second podcast. I appreciate those that listened to the first one, jumped in right away, and are ready to go with this whole podcast series that we get going. I'm excited about the possibilities. I'm excited about the potential guests. I'm very excited about just what what this all could turn into. And I've heard some feedback I really appreciate. Everyone reaching out with the feedback. I heard from one guy in Russia. I've heard from a variety of people in, in Indiana, across the United States. And, and that's where it really hit home with me again, that this is important. I think a, there's a lot of fans that want to feel even more connected with their team, with this Indiana Pacers team. And as a guy that's there every day and and enjoys getting to know the players from a standpoint of then presenting it to fans and, and opening the eyes of outsiders to what these guys are like, not only on the court and what they're looking to do and uh, what makes them a special player, but also the personality of every single player and the coaching staff and the behind-the-scenes people because so much goes into making a, a team. A great culture within the organization exists. Why does that exist? That's one of the things we'll discover as we go through this uh, podcast. Again, thanks for those uh, listening. And I welcome all feedback on Twitter at Scott Agnes or via email, Scott at VigilantSports.com. Unlike last podcast, our first one, you're going to finally hear from some other voices. Joe Young, a rookie second-round pick who's heading into his first camp. Shane Winnington, who's heading into his second year. And Jordan Hill, who's played for a couple different teams and been in the league since 2009. Starting out will be Mighty Joe Young, the Pacers' second round pick they're very excited about. And circumstance just really worked out for the Pacers in this situation. As Joe Young was part of that elusive first group with Jerry and Grant, Cameron Payne, Rakeem Christmas, who's now with the team. But a guy like Joe Young was not a guy that got a lot of interest. Most media outlets did not talk to him afterwards. And what ended up happening well for the Pacers was that he sprained his ankle in that pre-draft session, which was right after the draft combine. He sprained it, did not work out for any other team, and ended up allowing the Pacers to select him with their second-round pick. Mighty Joe Young. Joe, what's this this whole thing been like for you these last three, four months? Kind of a whirlwind. You got your first jersey on, media day. What, what's this experience been like for you as you get started for your first pro career? Yeah, I'm just very excited, you know, for this opportunity. And one thing, these last three months, I just start working even more harder than what I did, what I used to work. Because I know, you know, what got me here was my work ethic. Because I know I'm not bigger than that person over there, this person there. Mm-hmm. I'm just average average height and I just you know put my heart into it and that's one thing I made my heart bigger 
letting it taller. So <laughs> I just felt like, you know, these the three months when I got drafted, I felt like I got at least five times better because <laughs> at least I got yeah. five times better because I just, it's to the point. I was trying to black out. My workouts is I was seeing black. That's how that's how hard I was working. Then I, then I lost a, uh, my uncle. And then one of my homeboys got you know got killed. So I took that to the heart and I just start going so hard to where I couldn't even stand up straight. And I did that for like three weeks straight. And then when I, was that about? Uh, it was like I say. I build up into it till I start going hard like that until my uncle and them passed away. But it's been like two months. About a couple months. Yeah, a couple months. Just just putting in work, grinding, just trying to be the best I can be. And, you know, you know I, mean, I don't know. I'm working hard. Every time I work hard, I just think about ROI yeah. and you know, try to get it. So that's that's absolutely a realistic goal that you're really targeting. Yeah, that's that's a target goal that I'm really because I I feel like I am the, one of the best. You know, Ricky's out, and I'm not I'm not gonna say it in shame. I'm, I put the work in. I mean, I'm not being not humble. I'm very humble. I'm just ready to play. You know, and you know, coming from a guy that went second round. You know, I was gonna say, how much more does that even push you further? Because you didn't necessarily have a guaranteed contract and those things. But I had to work for everything I got, and I'm still working. You know, and that's that's why I love this organization because I just put the work in, and you know, I don't I don't like I don't do no talking. Just, just put the work in, put my best foot forward. And now, just kind of hopeful that the fruits of those labor will come true. We we talked with Frank Vogel today. He said, "Hey, our rookie, they're gonna play. They're gonna play." right away i can't wait to see what they can do there might be some growing pains but you know what we got to get them out there hey that's that's fun to hear you know and like i said i just got the goosebumps from that and and once every time i hear that i i I either go study something study a clip or i do i go to the gym like stuff like that motivates me then that's why you know i'm here for this job you know because i feel like basketball is all i want what kind of work study did you do from a film perspective this summer and trying to get up with the league and everything there? Uh, just to, you know how people take one step and get into the to the middle of the paint. You know, I used okay. to watch you know Stephon Curry, how he gets to the middle of the paint and how he gets off his mid-range shot. And I've been watching Steph Curry for a minute, and I didn't start watching Stephon Curry until he got into the NBA. And that's why I think I, you know my game changed to the NBA style because I knew – I can get to the spots, but I didn't make the right decisions. So I started once seeing, you got to the spots. Yeah, once I okay. once I got to the spots, I was like, I'm getting to the spots, but I'm not making the right decisions. So once I noticed I'm getting to the right spots, I knew that film worked because it shows you, it, it visualizes it. Like it's hard to explain, but it visualizes it in your mind once you, once you make that that same kind of play and move. I know you want to be rookie of the year. Talk about Miles Turner and the work you saw that he put in the summer with you. Oh yeah, he he did did a great job. You know, he's intense and ready to play, and he's rookie of the year caliber too. You know, just working hard. You know, I can see it in his eyes every day. He, he wants to be the best he can be, and you know, he motivates me, and I, I try to motivate him too. And you know, coming from rookie to rookie, I mean, it really don't happen like that. But you know, we really motivate each other. Last thing for you, headed headed into your first camp, what's your kind of expectations? for what that could be like and battling it out on the court. Yeah. Just having fun. I mean, I think, you know. And that's a big key, too. You can't, you can't get lost in that. Can't get lost. You know, just having fun and just stay calm. And I feel like, you know, that's what you learn in college. Just stay calm. And when that when that 
that nervous comes, you, you breathe it out. You know, think about something that, that makes you calm. And I just think about basketball, just, you know, making plays for my teammate. And yeah. that really you know, opens everything. Very good, Joe. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Thanks. You got to love Joe Young, don't you? He's a fun interview. He's a great guy to watch out on the court because he just has so much fun out there. And you heard it. He has those goals set high. Rookie of the year. And what a feat that could be as a second-round pick. Next up is Shane Winnington. Shane had an injury that he thought might cost him his rookie season, or at least most of the rookie season, but it did not. He was actually ready by this time last year for camp, but then he ultimately had a minor role. Late in the season, when when playing time was not there, he actually pulled assistant coach Dan Burke aside and asked him about going down to the D-League to get more time with the Mad Ants. And there he got some time, not as much as he would like, but he got some time, and he got an opportunity to play in the D-League finals where they played Santa Cruz. Now healthy and with a little more bulk to him, Whittington enters his second NBA season. He's also a fun interview. Take a listen. Another media day. What are, what are these days like? Kind of exciting, kind of like you're back back at school, or are you kind of just ready to hit the hardwood? Oh, I mean, when I woke up, I was jumping for joy. I was like, yeah, media day. But now I'm halfway through. It's just like, when is this going to end? <laughs> and now we're, I think we're all pretty ready just to start playing. Um, we've been here for the last month and a half two months just playing pickup and uh individual workouts so we're we're all pretty ready to get this going what kinds of things that all do you have to see we obviously see the photo shoots some videos but uh, tons of autographs what, what, what's the grind like for a player because it's actually kind of quite a full day are you talking about today yeah oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not bad honestly it's I, very I, organized yeah but. I, I complain about it just because i'm a, a child but you yeah, know it's fun it is fun it's all it's all it's all great. I never really got to experience it at Western Michigan. We never really had media day, or we're big enough to have media day. So it's kind of fun. It's fun um, for the most part, and you get to meet nice, nice people who basically, you know, usher you around. Yeah, I was about to say chauffeur, but yeah, usher sounds <laughs> yeah. Better. Chauf- yeah. Uh, chauffeur, uh, usher sounds better. Yeah. Um, so it's it's been a good day so far. You know. For you, this time of year, you weren't in a boot still, were you? Were you no, 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 no. I passed the boot. I was past the boot. I was playing. Okay. I actually got to play in training camp a little bit. Uh, right. I, I could not. I couldn't do two a days. They wouldn't let me do two a days. So I, I would do the contact day, and I'd be perfectly fine and let me rest the next day or the next next practice. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when I actually f- first started going really hard was with beginning of training camp. So it's been about a year since since then. Actually, it is a year. Yeah. What's the feel around here? Just with so many moving parts and new players, it's kind of again, kind of like that first day of school yeah. where, hey, I'm Shane. How are you? Who are you again? Exactly. Like, exactly. No, I, I understand that. It's it's exciting. Exciting to see new faces. Exciting to see new talents. Um, young talents as well. You know, we got three rookies that look like they can contribute right away. But uh, it's it's just there's a lot of energy in the in the gym right now. Just just from that uh, standpoint, and a lot of people are just trying to get to know each other, trying to get the the feel for each other. So it'll be it'll be fun to see how the first few days of training camp go. Before we get into more basketball stuff, take us through this off season for you. Mostly, it seemed like you were in town a ton, which bodes very well. Sometime in Chicago, but you were one of the guys that were here daily. Well, of course, you know I'm trying to trying to um, fight for some minutes right now. And in my opinion, I think if you're out of sight, you're out of mind. If I was, if I'm yeah. going to be here, I'm going to be here. I'm going to let the coaches see that I'm here working. I'm going to work with them every day. 
Uh, and then they'll grant me some freedom to go to Chicago and hang out with my girl and train with the guy I trained with before the draft last year. So yeah. it'll be a, it was a fun time. I, I got my little vacation in, um, and after that I was ready to work. And I know I needed to work. So With your trainer and such strength-wise, pick up, add weight, lose weight, gain leg muscle maybe from oh, yeah. this last I mean, year? What, what kinds gained, of things were you focused on? I've gained a lot of muscle in certain aspects, a lot in my lower body, but uh, I'm consistently at yeah. two. 245 to 250 I think I play well at that so I'm not trying to trying to gain as much I'm just trying to maintain and, and have good body weight you know what I mean so that's more of my focus on weights wise but uh, skill wise it was all about you know becoming a better basketball player all around because um, I feel like your confidence skyrockets uh, when you know you're being uh, becoming a better basketball player all around not in just one aspect so What's your expectation for the the big man and the, the battle you guys will have? You just <laughs> you guys just took a big photo of everyone. Yeah. A lot of hype actually. A lot. a lot of beef on on there. It's gonna be a fun battle, at least from my end, to watch and just track. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, <laughs> work for you. <laughs> it's gonna be work. That is for, for sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of great players. A lot of a lot of a lot of talent in that area, uh, especially with PG coming into the fours now as well. So. We'll see what happens during the training camp. Training camp and uh, the month of October is where really the rotation is developed. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. You see this glaring tattoo at me. Take me through that. Jesus. This is uh, a piece that I did right after my grandfather passed away. Okay. Uh, little guardian angel put on my shoulder just because, I mean, uh, my grandpa, uh, my mom's father passed away uh, my junior year of college so i got it right four years ago yeah yeah so i got it right after that uh, you know it was just something that i i felt like i this was his favorite a little saying sure. philippians 4 uh uh 413 and it was just something i thought i wanted you know i don't regret any tattoos that i have and this is one that i actually cherish and like mm-hmm. you've been in indy now a year yeah. How have you come part of the city or, or found specific locations, restaurants that you don't have to say maybe because you don't want to you know run into people no, maybe? No, but what, what's the city like for you now? I don't mind running into people. People are always nice. You know that's what's that's what's great about this city is people people don't bother you, and if they do, it's it's not really bothering you. They're they're very nice and polite about everything that they do. And I, I actually enjoyed doing that stuff. You know, it's it's part of your job. You're a professional athlete. You know, people see you out and they recognize you. And, you know, if they're polite about it, of course, you got to help them out a little bit. But, you know, I, I enjoy Siam Squares, yes. a restaurant that yes. I like a lot. Um, sushi Boss, I like that just because they deliver. You know, it's great. You know, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm a big fan of sushi. Um, 45 degrees on the corner of Mass and mm-hmm. Chicago. Uh, not Chicago, well, uh, Mass and College. Have you, have you ever been there? I haven't. No. Delicious. Everything. I've never hit sushi downtown. More north side. Yeah, everything's really good there. Um, Smash Burger on Mass Ave. Wonderful. Uh, take uh, Danielle there for her cheat meals when she's training. <laughs> oh, that's so, right. Yeah. yeah. So she's uh, every Sunday for you yeah. too. Are you still? I, that's right. During the off season, I talked with you about that. Are you still doing the same diet with her? No, I'm not. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore okay. because hers is she's cut so much that it's not help, not realistic not for you for me to do all that. So okay. No, I, eating well, you can tell. What about you have a free day tomorrow? You obviously don't. But 
what would you what would you possibly do? Would you go to the zoo? Would you uh, what, what would your personality no, dictate? I would not go to the zoo. No, most of the time, Danielle and I will just chill at home, kind of probably watch Netflix, eat some popcorn, you know, make our ch- uh, make meals, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of hang out. Maybe this is maybe. I like taking care of my feet, so we'll go get pedicures okay. together. You know, yeah, it stays between us. So you have you have to. No, I know. I was always <laughs> again. Told, it's part of your job. No, I know. I was told as a when I was young and uh, freshman in college. You know, if you're a big guy, you take care of your feet. Your feet are going to take care of you. So, yeah. I mean, I don't want feet problems or or, you know, or ingrown toes or anything like that because that'll just keep you out of the game. So, you know, my, I maintain um, my feet. I maintain my nails. I do all that stuff. My on my feet, not my hands. Right. I don't maintain my hands, my nails on my hands. So yeah, I do all that. Uh, we'll we'll do that just as like a, a couples kind of thing, and then maybe we'll go to a movie. You know, just a relaxing. Very yeah, very relaxing. We don't really we don't like going out and walking around. We're she's tired from training. I'm tired from practice, mm-hmm. and don't really want to expend much energy. We're lazy sometimes. You know what I mean? When sure. we when we can be lazy, we're gonna on be lazy. A, and on a rare off day, because exactly. now from now on they're pretty rare. Oh, so sure. you got to take advantage and stay off your feet almost. Yeah, but during the during the. Um, during the summer, I would I'd do a lot of golfing. I took Daniel golfing. We'd do all that. I saw that, like, yeah. You played in the outing, correct? Yeah. How, how would you assess your play? Um, Is this your first time to time playing golf, or did you no, have experience no, I, in the past? I've played earlier in my, my years. Okay. But uh, it's something my dad and I and my brother used to do together. Um, but no, it was just something fun. I had a lot of off, off time during the middle of the day when it's you know the hottest and you're just out there. But... Uh, when Daniel would go to work, I would be by myself, just sitting at home. I'd be like, I'm bored as all get out, so I'll right. go out and start golfing. That's what I did. Last thing I want to hit on, because there's so many guys interested. Big fishermen, at least oh, yeah. it looks like in your off time. So many guys. Paul, George, now Monte. You got Joe. Joe, yep, that's right. He was talking smack with Paul about who's better. You think you guys can organize a after-training camp session up in Geist? Oh, we might. And I feel like you have to. Of course. we gotta, we got to have a little tournament. We may. That's something I'm probably going to have to talk to George about. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll talk to George about that, and we'll get teams. We'll get... We'll Rookies get, can bring the the food to grill out like it's set. We'll have our little 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 time if it's if it's nice, you know. You never know with mm-hmm. Indiana weather what's going to happen. Typically in Indiana, you got a couple random yeah, days yeah. that you can plan for. But, but uh, yeah, I think that'll be fun having ourselves a little Pacers fishing tournament yeah. between each other, you know, between our the guys, and see who uh, who's actually the best. Very good. Thanks, Shane. No problem, man. It's good to see you. Now in our third and final interview for this. Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast. Quick interview with Jordan Hill. He's a actually a, a fabulous interview, a guy I've only talked to a handful of times. He was signed by the Pacers after they eventually traded Roy Hibbert to the Lakers. Funny because Jordan Hill's coming from the Lakers and in this in this past summer before even getting into what he wanted to contribute with the Pacers, why he signed a one-year deal and bet on himself this season. I asked him about Roy Hibbert and what Hibbert's about to get into with dealing with Kobe Bryant and in a big market like the Lakers. That story and more is online at VigilantSports.com. Most likely, Hill's going to have a backup role with this Indiana Pacers team. So far, he's went up against the other bigs, like Jan Mahimi, like Miles Turner. He's somewhat of a veteran influence entering the league in 2009. He definitely has some experience, at least a lot more than many on this team. 
In this interview, I talked with Jordan Hill about transitioning to a new team, what that experience is like, who exactly he's battled with so far in camp, and where exactly he's comfortable shooting from. Uh, so far, what is, what's the biggest thing through training camp, the transition process of learning a new team, new system? And maybe how does that compare with what LA, LA is doing? Because it is more toward, towards a Western Conference style. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, just for me, you know, for the new guys and trying to get uh, acclimated with the whole team and playing the new system. And, but, uh, man, you know, we, it was a little struggle the first game, but the first day, but, you know, all teams are struggle, especially for a new system, new team, new teammates. So, you know, it's, we're getting a hang on it, you know, feeling good about it, and, you know, we. We'll go see like we will make something happen. You said those struggles was that because the excess running? I know Frank said he ran ran you guys a lot, or at least more than he normally would a team. Yeah, man. Was, you know, yeah, because you know, <laughs> kind of fatigue. Yeah, yeah, kind of uh, fatigue a little at, mm-hmm. at real quick. So uh, you know, everybody getting their win back now. So I feel like everybody like me. I, I came in the training camp trying to be you know 75, 80 percent in, in shape. So mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's good for us. Where did you spend most of your off-season training? And, and what? I'm actually was training in um, Atlanta. You know, um, That's right. Okay. Guy named um, uh, trainer named Derek Hamilton. You know, okay. He uh, trained you know, a couple guys: me, Jody Meeks, uh, James White. Uh, you know, um, Russell Robinson from Kansas come, and uh, Demon Shumper come. So it was a it was, it was a pretty good uh, pretty good uh, good training this year. I mean, a daily thing with that. Yeah, kind of daily. Take off on weekends, but you know it, it felt real good. You know we was getting our wind d- during training, and it was running during training. So that's why I was hoping to come in you know, in pretty good shape. Where have you been playing? Who have you been matched up against? Those those sort of things. Because I think a lot of people are wondering. We think more five, but mm-hmm. are any run at the four, and who are you battling against so far? I mean, you know, four or five, man. I mean, I can play both. You know. Mm-hmm. I can rebound, I can shoot the mid-range, I can score, I can defend. So, you know, it's just whatever, you know, whatever uh, Frank needs me to be, and, you know, I'm going to go from there. But, you know, I was, I was going to get a couple of guys, like I said, James White, got a couple of guys. What uh, about here, here, though? Oh, here? Oh, yeah, here, here oh, specifically. Here. Oh, here. Um, no, I was going to get uh, um, Jan. Jan, okay. Because uh, that gives a good idea. Jan, uh, yeah, Jan, Shane, you know, big guys. Uh, King, mm-hmm. King, um... Uh, Christmas, so you know it was, it was a couple, couple of battles, but you know we, we learned from each other. Do you expect to be more of a back to the basket guy, or could you probably more space out, spread uh, the floor with this, within this offense? I mean, like I said, yeah, that's why I've been working on my shots. You know, yeah, uh, you know my shots falling now. Um, I can play back to the back, um, back to, back to the basket. So it's just like I said, whatever coach need me. If you need me in the five, you know. I can, I can roll pretty good. I can finish at the rim. Um, need me in the floor to space the floor. Get uh, let let you know if I'm in with um, Jan or Boy to put him in the five, put him in the four, so I can space the four, shoot down the, the jumper. So just whatever you need me to be. At what point in the distance range, roughly, are you no longer comfortable? Is it 15 feet, 20? Um, I'm, going, I'm, kind of I'm, out there, I'm out there about 17, 17 okay. now. Yeah, 17 feet. So you know, okay. I'm progressing every day. You know, just taking one one day at a time. You know, knock down a 17 footer. Get that, you know, consistently. Then, you know, spread back to the three-point line and see what I can do from there. But you know, I'm just trying to take it one day at a time and mm-hmm. you know, play my game. No, it's a couple of days, but anybody jumped out or stood out to you, or, or you didn't really know much of their game. And I mean, I know, about, I know about everybody game, mostly everybody game. You know, something like Joe Young, man, Joe Brooks. Young. Yeah, I mean, I, I was in Houston when he was there with playing with Yates, so I, I, I happened to um, see how he played. I used to go to his games, and he's a hell of a scorer, man. He's just run out there. He's playing hard. Um, 
um, Christmas he's going out there rebounding like like an animal. So, I mean, everybody coming in and, and doing their part. So we're just getting better. <laughs> so it seemed like the rookies have a great attitude, at least from us. It seems like these guys are really eager and yeah, excited I mean, yeah, and I mean, just to do whatever role they yeah, can have. It's, it's next level now. It's the top level right now. So it's, it's just going out there trying to play hard, trying to get better, um, learning from the veterans and you know, just trying to get uh, trying to get better every day. <laughs> Last thing I did want to hit on, any reason your court date got pushed push, push back on that or ordeal? Um, and then did you face any internal disappointment? No, nah, I mean, just... We just you know, just try to push that aside. No okay. mistakes happen, but uh, you know, just got pushed back so I can come back here and try to focus on basketball and you know get that situation. But we, we happen to have them. Wonder reason I wonder about that because it seemed like it'd be easier to get that done before because now it's in the middle of like two preseason games or something. Okay, I don't know what's going on. They just told me to come in here and just focus on basketball and they go take care of everything. And that will do it for our second episode of the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast. Again, I'm Scott Agnes of VigilantSports.com. I really hope that you enjoyed this and will continue to be a listener of the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast. Up next, I'll sit down with new Fort Wayne Madden's general manager, Brian Levy. Brian will share his experiences and his perspective with the Pacers and Madden's relationship, how they plan to work together on things, why he was in Indy and at Banker's Life Fieldhouse so frequently, what he observed there. And for those wanting to get into scouting or, or eventually work in a front office, this is a podcast you'll want to listen to as he shares his advice. That and more on the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast.